0: All right, so um, let's see. We want it's to get a podcast. To- yeah, this is a podcast. This is who, a. Podcast. Who who are we? Do we want to introduce ourselves before we dive into our collective watching and media digestion? Nah. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you want to give me the podcast with no <laughs> name, no. Name. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's this a completely the, anonymous show. This is the podcast with no name. Uh, a Clint Eastwood fan podcast. <laughs> That's um,
0: right. So. So. Truly we want to go nameless. As <laughs> well.
1: this is a podcast. This a podcast of people.
0: Media proctology.
2: <laughs> oh, no. You know
3: what? Yeah, we're going to go with that. For the, with the very
2: <laughs> yeah let's go with that unofficial title uh is
1: content nausea
2: and then we just kind of put in the name right there
1: yeah there completely inaccessible is on brand for us that's, <laughs> that's
0: very very incredibly true. true it's like we try to make it like hard hard to i'm get going
3: to back. exclusively yeah. talk about people that only the four of us know
2: Idea of how to get the ball rolling with uh, film a since we're all Larry Box folk. That's okay. great. So what Fox if we just do, let's do a quick, just like no commentary, just what you've seen since March?
0: That's a bad plan for me, but go ahead.
2: Okay. That, that is I, I, I've bad. got a bold start, is all I'm saying.
0: All right. Let's hear it.
1: First, I'm just going to, hello, welcome. You're listening to <laughs> Podcast Name. <laughs> <clears throat> Content nausea. We should actually introduce this. Hello, my name is Eric. Uh, Miles.
0: Connor. <laughs> Hello, my name is Brooke.
1: <laughs> I know we're all uh, reticent to let the CIA have our information, but too late. Yeah, it's a we're
2: little... already
0: out there. We've all been published.
2: It's true. Yeah. Yeah. We are all published in some form. Look yeah. at us.
1: Wow. <laughs> really great we... connection. Uh, let's, 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 let's. Okay, Miles, go ahead with the letterbox stuff.
2: This is probably like the worst start. You know how I started uh, quarantine? How? Shrek how trilogy.
0: Oh. The Shrek trilogy? <laughs> yes. I oh, remember boy. that because you don't use letterbox that often, and then you only <laughs> did all three.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so I'm just gonna quickly bla- blaze through isn't
3: there, this. Isn't there a fourth?
2: There listen, there's only three canonically.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he only acknowledges three
2: movie track movies. Um, <laughs> there's going to be six. Oh boy. Yeah. I just um, let's just go quickly. Ninja Scroll, rewatch Lighthouse in April. Jobs never. Skate film, great. Blade Runner twenty forty nine again. Hail Caesar, Green Room, Death of Stalin, Pick It Up, the the 90s, a documentary, Withering Please. Heights from 30-something, Invisible Man to I really haven't been watching movies.
1: <laughs> Is that your entire
2: list? Yeah, it's yours. Okay.
3: Well, I'm gonna stop you, though, because <clears throat> I need to know more about Pick It Up.
0: I, I, yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna talk about a documentary I watched with my mom on Mother's
0: Day. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Did you watch right. the Sky
1: documentary and you're on Mother's Day?
2: I did, because that was what she wanted to do. Fair enough. Um, it was made last year. It's 100 minutes. Like, that's relevant. But it's, like, narrated by Tim Armstrong of Rancid, not Ivy. And it's just a quick recap of, like, third wave Scott, pretty much. It delves, like, a little bit in the beginning into, like, where Scott came from. But it's honestly a fun little doc. Uh, you get like most of the big names are in there, like band wise. Um, solid would recommend. Um, it's fun. And it kind of like also at the end kind of points out how America kind of destroyed ska commercially. <laughs> but like, every... right. But every other country pretty much picked it up. Like, it's huge in Japan. <laughs> pick it up in Mexico. It up. That's right. Pick it up. Yeah. Pick up, pick it up. Pick it oh,
0: up. All right, all right. Did you enjoy um, Hail Caesar?
2: I did. It's a very Coen Brothers, Coen Brother movie. Yes,
0: it is. Because that was one of the last things we talked about in that last video call. Was, oh, yeah. Because
1: I had just watched it at that point, I think.
2: Yeah, and I think I watched it shortly after.
4: <clears throat> yeah, uh, Hail yeah. Caesar's good. A lot of fun. I, watched, still have
0: uh, I watched my last Coen Brothers that I've never seen. The man who wasn't there, like, yesterday. And, um, it was fun, because it has Billy Bob Thornton, Francis McDormand, and Tony Soprano in a love triangle, technically. Hmm. And there's a scene where Scarlett Johansson tries to give Roadhead to Billy Bob Thornton and he the <laughs> car. So, solid movie.
2: That's pretty fun.
3: That's firing on all cylinders. Yes. Yeah, and she's like 14 the in that movie.
1: Jeez. Uh yeah, that was like right around right after Ghost World, wasn't it? Like
0: she looks so she looks younger than she is like in Ghost World, but it probably is like after.
2: God. That's funny. Um just a quick add to that list. If I have to recommend one thing though, it would actually be jobs never. Uh it's just a like twenty something minute escape film. Um there's just this. it's specifically for this one shot where it's uh oh what's his name? The skater who actually like directed it. Um I'm gonna have to look up his name because I wanna get it right. Uh Jim Greco. Uh there's just this awesome shot where it's just him and his girlfriend in their a barren apartment and he just does like a huge ollie over a TV set that's playing Deer Hunter.
0: Oh hell yeah.
2: It's <laughs> just such a good shot. I mean yeah, you.
0: yeah, you sold me. That's that's a good, that's a good one.
2: Yep, just that shot alone.
5: Like, um, yeah. Uh, who wants
2: to pick it up from here?
0: Hmm.
2: Oh, oh. I well,
3: yeah, have some movie stuff I could
2: discuss briefly. Oh,
3: I had a, I watched you? an interesting double feature the other day. Saw a little film called Hackers for the first time. Oh, man. I, love to that. I was not prepared to love it.
0: <laughs> oh my god, it's... Yeah, I watched that with dear friend of the show, Cameron, who I'm sure will reference a lot, but I don't know if we should have him on. <laughs> um...
2: <laughs> It'll turn into a whole day of recording if that happens. He,
0: he invited yeah. me to his apartment once, which happens all the time, because we're neighbors, and... He was five minutes into Hackers, and I was like, buddy, you've never seen it? He's like, I don't think I like it. And I was like, no, it's supposed to be this dumb. And then he started to love it.
3: It's fucking amazing. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I mean, what is it? Uh, Matthew Lillard in that movie is a delight, and his hair is monstrous.
3: (laughs) Everything about him. I'm so happy that he's the one who kind of saved the day.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, Angelina Jolie's kind of boring in that movie, but it was, like, her big break.
3: <laughs> it was her big break, but she kind of sucks, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's, like, she's got a weird pointy haircut.
3: <laughs> yeah. She has, like, turf bangs.
0: A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, that movie is a delight, and it's so dumb. <laughs> in the best way.
3: The best, the best possible way. Ha- I am all about hacking the planet now.
0: <laughs> that's good. <laughs> tearing down the
3: system, and then I followed that up with another movie about tearing down the system, uh, <laughs> called School of Rock.
4: No. Okay. Uh, Hell okay. yeah. Hell
0: yeah. Well, you were already rock. very pro School of Rock.
3: I, <laughs> I had, I, had I, I that's a movie I have seen dozens of times as a child, and now I memory i can like recite it from memory
2: uh, i remember it was on a lot as a kid just like on tv and that was always a good thing
0: dude a, uh, sorry so go ahead. <laughs> eric you go
1: okay um just i, I uh, as a kid uh like on fridays uh like my mom would uh, have like club with her friends, so me and my sister, and my dad would get pizza and rent a movie from Giant Eagle, and Eagle no Video. <clears throat> Eagle Video, and very oh. often Amanda and I would just re-rent School of Rock, <laughs> excellent, <laughs> because we loved it so much. So
0: good. That is my a delightful memory. Yeah, I did. You guys have like a specific kid that you were like, "That's my, that's the one." Of course. So who was everybody's kid? Damn.
3: I was all about the, the punk kid that was the drummer.
0: Not surprised.
5: Mm-hmm. That kid was great.
1: What about
4: mm-hmm. the
0: rest of you, anybody?
1: It's It's I... been a while since I've seen it, but I, I think Miranda Cosgrove always was very <laughs> funny to me. Because... <laughs> It, 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 I might be remembering wrong, but I feel like she was like the one, like one of the kids who was just like kind of on Jack Black's level in it.
0: I mean, I'm... she's definitely an adult in it almost.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I vaguely remember the kids from the movie. and I think I'm like in between Connor and Eric here.
1: Yeah. I can it's always very funny to like... me when a kid is like on the level of like pulling a con with an adult.
0: That is good. You should watch Paper Moon if you haven't already.
1: Oh, I have not.
0: Oh, you'll like it, I think. Um, I was all about the bassist girl, which is not surprising, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Checks out. I mm-hmm. didn't think she
3: got enough dialogue, but I liked her. I also, I, I believe I was, as a small child, my brother and I both had a crush on the cool bass girl. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I I had a bookmark of her that I
3: used for like three years. Hell yeah! It's very it's very weird that they would produce bookmarks of those children. But
1: yeah, that is yeah. Strange, they gave but...
0: them away in my school library as a kid.
1: Oh man, that right, kicks school, ass. School, school I... like movie promotional stuff was amazing.
0: Oh god, yeah. I mean, it's very. I similar. want to build a
3: collection <laughs> of the celebrity read posters.
1: I it, it, did. You guys have like got milk posters from popular movies? Oh um, man. Oh heck I mean, yeah. We had Legolas with a milk mustache. Uh, like a, a big cardboard cutout in my uh, elementary school. And Harry Potter ones when like Chamber of Secrets came out.
3: I don't, I don't remember that. any movie ones. I remember one that was, it was Steve Nash with a milk mustache. Phoenix <laughs> oh, Suns yeah. legend. Mm-hmm. Kind of White chocolate it. Steve Nash.
1: In middle school we... I think there was a Smashing Pumpkins poster.
3: Oh, hell one. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That would be terrific. Big
1: milk had everyone in their pocket.
0: Big milk. I was gonna say I miss the days of beef. It's what's for dinner ads, because <laughs> they had to advertise beef. Not a yeah. specific brand, just just the cow meat. The, the idea concept of beef. beef. Mm-hmm.
2: You got it or you don't.
0: Exactly.
3: Some people, mm-hmm. you know, want to know where it is.
0: Exactly,
4: they do. <laughs> I need to know There's where the a beef trying is. To trying to
3: locate me
0: (laughs) god i love her so much and i love that like she was a household name
3: (laughs) she's gotta be dead right
0: she's very dead (laughs) okay
3: yeah Yeah, i think those ads are like 30 years old
1: (laughs) pull one out for the way they're longer they're older than
0: that they're like almost 40 now oh god yep wow phantom menace 20 years old
3: yeah holy shit how about that Wow! Um, F- also, fifteen, it. Like, fifteen years ago yesterday, I skipped school in first grade to see Re- 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 Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, two thousand
1: five. <laughs> Hell yeah! May
3: nineteenth.
1: Very nice. I remember that
0: yeah. day forever. That's terrific and horrifying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as as like a third grader, I like about then. Th- what what other movie could you be expected to skip school for? It's Revenge of the Sith all the way. Yeah, that's an important one. Uh,
0: I was already a big fan of the original trilogy like years before the the
4: prequels
0: were announced, and uh, then I was very excited for all the prequels and saw them all opening night.
4: Oh,
2: yeah. I still haven't seen the last uh, of the new trilogy. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're not missing much. I know. (laughs) I'm happy.
4: I'm
1: fine with this. It's like watching a fever dream by someone who uh, kind of was watching the other Star Wars movies, uh, <laughs> but were also on their phone the rest, like, half the time.
3: It's kind of like watching a, a room full of Disney executives, like, execute your, your family.
1: Yeah. the I I laughed out loud in the theater in, like, the first 10 minutes when they're like, somehow Palpatine's return Just... <laughs>
0: They don't I even every, try with
1: that. Everyone's faces in that scene was just so depressed. Like, I can't believe we have to do this.
3: It is honestly, I'm happy for them because I don't have to make the, do this shit anymore. And I'm happy for me because now that I know that, they're, that, it, that it ended so badly, I don't have to pretend to give a shit about these new movies. Yeah,
1: but, I, I can stop caring. Um,
2: I was excited for the first one like four years ago. And that, that was like the
3: most excited for a movie I'd ever been in my life. Yeah, it was, was- up there.
1: It was like new Star Wars and it wasn't the prequels.
3: Exactly. <laughs> it didn't
0: suck. Like, this last one was no. a- disappointing, but Force Awakens had fun parts.
1: Yeah, It was pretty,
3: it was pretty tight.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just like this third one, they're like, alright, fuck everything that just happened. <laughs> right. Listen, I got Mandalorian. It's fine. To yeah. Just go that way. Mandalorian
3: was pretty cool.
2: Yeah. I still haven't seen it.
3: It's, still-
4: it's-
2: it's got that Western vibe in a good way. Okay. Which really just means Japanese samurai movie vibe in a good yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, I, dude, I have... mean, it's literally just Lone Wolf and Cub.
1: I mean, yeah. okay, Yeah, yeah. Uh, an adult going around killing with his child. Yeah.
2: I actually watched those.
1: Gotcha. They're um, great. I might have to, uh, and Craig, don't record this. Uh, I might <laughs> have to. Uh, illegally watch it. Actually, they're on Canopy, my dude. Are they? Oh,
4: really?
1: Yep. Are you talking about Lone Wolf and Cub or Mandalorian? Oh, uh, I, I got you on Mandalorian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I was like, why is Disney putting the Mandalorian on Canopy?
3: <laughs> it's, art, it's, it's an art film. It's important that you put that yeah. stuff out there.
1: Oh, yeah. You can get it through your library. <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
2: Um. I think. Again, Craig. That. Let's cut this out. But I did actually watch Mandalorian from like a dot, uh, Indonesia or something.
4: Hell yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Disney
3: Plus Indonesia.
1: Disney Plus Indonesia. <laughs> uh, any Indiana other movies? Uh, I have, I have. Um, let's see. Uh, it, it it was technically before quarantine started. The fr- like about a week before I was in Philly, uh, driving uh, my my good friend Scotty, uh, and I saw the first movie I saw like a week before everything shut down was Haggard, starring uh, Bam Margera and Ryan Dunn. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and. Some other dude, I don't know, who is trying to make a uh, a reverse microwave. Uh, Sorry? Basically just, it, it, it's, it's a microwave that makes things cold. Uh, <laughs> uh, not a freezer, because that's too slow. Uh, right, right. But it was terrible. Um, since then, I've watched uh, a great many things, but let's see. Uh, I watched Drunken Angel by Kurosawa. Nice. Cool. We watched Alien, watched uh, oh, yeah. Come and See, which is insanely depressing. Uh, yes, it is. The Eyes of Lore Mars, uh, Near Dark, The Hunger, Josie and the Pussycats. Woo! Nice. Extraordinary, That Thing You Do, and A White, White Day I watched the other night.
0: Man, I love That Thing You Do.
1: That Thing You Do is fun. There's like no plot to it at all, but it's fun. It's just
0: a happy movie.
1: Yeah, there there's no conflict. Like it's just like they go out west and then it just sort of falls apart and then it, uh uh that kid who loves jazz uh ends up with uh Liv Tyler, which is a happy ending in my book.
3: That's that's a very so. happy ending for everybody. Yeah. yeah. What is uh, Liv Tyler up to? Uh
1: she's been in like a couple things in the last couple years, but not much. Uh I was looking it up the other day cuz I was like, we need more Liv Tyler back in things.
0: I'm with yeah. I've always enjoyed yeah. her. Even enjoyed- in ranks.
1: <laughs> yeah, she was in. I think she was Rain Wilson's wife in Super.
0: Yes, she was.
1: Um. I. Oh, man, I. I feel like I remember her being in something else recently, but I truly have no idea because
0: it's been a lot of side roles. Like she hasn't done anything like. <clears throat> I mean, she's,
1: yeah.
3: she can never work again in her life and be fine.
0: Oh, okay. yeah.
1: She's
3: yeah. got that Aerosmith money.
1: Yeah. And Todd Rundgren is her adoptive father.
3: Yep. Also,
0: yeah. dad most of her life.
1: Yeah. Huh. <laughs> and, and she changed her name to Tyler. I know. I guess she thought that was cooler. It's, it's very it's funny. funny to me.
0: With Live from New York, the day I bought that at a used bookstore, I also bought Please Kill Me.
3: And mm-hmm. in that nice. story,
0: I uh, live Tyler's mom, who's like numero uno groupie. Who's also, who got, um, I believe, Elvis Costello stoned, like, the first week he was in America, for the first time.
4: <laughs>
0: that's
4: pretty good. Yeah, oh, he's
0: yeah. done a lot of great things. Um, But she, uh, yeah, she was just like, yeah, I had a brief fling with Steven Tyler, but I think he sucks, so <laughs> I didn't want it <laughs> him to be my kid's dad. <laughs> so we didn't talk about that for a while. And I was like, that's a bold thing to say when we all knew who Steven Tyler is.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, she was in an ad Astra.
0: Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Mm. I forgot about that.
3: Yeah. I read really? a I read a blind item that made me laugh about Liv Tyler. That apparently Bruce Willis like tried really hard to fuck her making Armageddon.
1: Ugh. Oh, oh really? <laughs> well, he's playing a it,
4: dad. It's,
3: it's especially weird because yeah, he's playing her dad. Mm,
1: yep.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's
3: a... she, was, mm. she was just like, no, you're you're Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> Go make a jazz album. I saw that album, <laughs> saw that album you made.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, saw, I, I saw Return of the Return of the Bruno. Burn. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so mad at
2: it was. I saw Return of Bruno at the Cant Exchange, and I it was there one day and gone the next. I wish I picked it up.
3: Oh my god, I should have.
2: No, <laughs> oh.
1: oh man, it's highly sought after by uh, college kids.
3: You gotta add what? it to your, your silly record collection. Like, I got my copy of Rappin' Rodney.
0: Did
1: you get it?
3: I did. Good. But that's not staying.
1: I do have a Bruce Willis 7 inch somewhere. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Off of Return of Bruno.
3: More like a Bruce Willis 4 inch.
1: Aye. Ayo.
3: Allegedly. I'm not. <laughs> going to be Alleged by me. I, I must specify. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I have no. I have no data to back that up. I just feel like probably.
4: That's good.
0: <laughs> I, I have um, assumptions, and I'm going to make them. I think exactly.
2: we're. Yeah, I think we unanimously right. have agreed on this assumption. Yeah, I think that's I, fine. And then that
0: makes it true,
3: um, right? That's Poor correct. Yeah.
1: Uh, why, do of some, my...
3: why do you think his wife left him in Die Hard?
1: A friend of mine has posited that T.I. stands for The Inch.
0: (laughs) His wife's name is tiny, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think so.
3: I don't know.
0: I mean, you don't need to be big for that.
3: Do you know the (laughs) the story about Terrence Howard's micro No.
4: Yes.
0: Yes, I do. He was...
3: Yeah, he was getting, he got a divorce, and he didn't want his wife to, like,
4: mm-hmm.
3: tell anybody about his, his, his tiny penis, uh-huh. so he made her sound like, an NDA, Beautiful.
4: but then he did a
3: movie with a nude scene, and you could totally see it. <laughs> oh,
1: my gosh. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's good. Um, I, yeah, I would definitely say the highlight of my uh, movie watching was Josie and the Pussycats. Uh, yes! Best first watch of a movie. That makes uh, me so happy during quarantine and probably in a while too.
0: That is one of my favorite Um, movies ever.
1: It's so good. Uh, I like I literally never knew what to expect out of it and then you watch it and it's like so off the wall just funny like uh, uh, I've already forgotten the boy band's name. Dejour. DuJour. jour jour. jour, jour means crash crash position.
0: (laughs) jour means family.
1: Uh, Singers of that
0: hit Backdoor Lover.
1: Backdoor Lover. God. Backdoor not...
3: Lover is a great song.
1: that it's genuinely a very good song and it's produced by Babyface, which is
0: mm-hmm.
1: amazing. <laughs> Too funny. Who is like behind a bunch of boy bands. It's so good.
0: It really was. I, I fucking love that so much. Yeah, I, I can quote that thing from front to back. It's a problem.
1: It's so good. Um yeah, I had no idea going in and it turned out to be amazing. Yeah, that was good. And then uh, Mother's Day, uh, my mom wanted to watch a movie uh, through the Nightlights online, like virtual cinema. So we watched Extraordinary, and that oh, was cool. just fine. Oh, I didn't know they were doing that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah.
0: How'd that go? Because there's been a few like local indie theaters doing stuff that I'm like, I want to watch that.
1: It 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 played pretty good. Um, I also watched it, it. they always basically link you to another site that's hosting it, but like mm-hmm. I think somehow the Nightlight like, gets the money. Um, cool. Yeah, because I did that, and then I also watched uh, the Icelandic film A White White Day through them, and that was uh like a movie that happened. I don't know what to say about it.
0: <laughs> I think that is that the one that you is the house situation
1: yeah like a, an old icelandic man is like building a house uh,
0: your your review for that was delightful
1: yeah it's it's so slow i was i i, I called my sister yesterday and we were talking about it because uh we both watched it through the nightlight and it's just like it's so fucking slow and then like when it picks up it's still not that fast it's still pretty fucking slow like <laughs> Uh, it's just this Icelandic uh, cop, uh, his wife died like two years before the movie starts, and then he finds out that she was cheating on him, or she had an affair. And then like, not, not like some stuff happens with that, but not much. <laughs> like, How white yeah. was the day? It was a pretty white day. Uh, yeah. It's Iceland. It, it's very dreamlike, I don't know, it was... It was interesting. I might watch it again to try to figure out what exactly it means, but I don't know. I don't care that much.
0: <laughs> Very fair. Uh, I'll,
1: I'll just I'll just rewatch Josie and the Pussycats. Cats. Uh,
0: Hell yes.
1: Because the first I time I love it already. <clears throat>
0: I I only ever rented videos from Eagle Video. That was my place. Like mm-hmm. we knew the lady, the the rental lady by name. Like my we had her phone number just cause.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I rented Josie and the Pussycats right when it came out and then we watched it that night and I was like that's really good let's watch it again and I'd never done that with a movie before
1: mm-hmm. I watched it
0: back to back
1: yeah I haven't felt that like, I haven't like wanted to rewatch a movie immediately in a very long time but I watched that and then like the next day I was like man I really just want to watch that again Like,
0: I mean it's totally jerking
1: it's totally jerking totally
0: jerkin. that's true
1: God, Parker Posey is hilarious in that movie.
0: I have things to sell. They're new. They're orange.
1: They're new. They're orange. And she's just like. It, it, I saw a Letterboxd review that was like Parker Posey is the original girl boss in this movie.
0: <laughs> she's insane, but incredible in that movie. Yeah. I think that was like my introduction to her. And then I just watched
3: a bunch of Parker Posey shit after that.
1: God. Her delivery. I just saw her in that, something yeah. the other day. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: I watched a mighty wind because Fred Willard died.
0: Aww.
4: Uh,
3: and I forgot how much of his mov- of those Christopher Guest movies Parker Posey is in. Yeah, all it, of them.
0: Yeah. I it, love her so much in Waiting for Guffman.
1: Which reminds me, I need to watch Best in the Show again.
0: I love Best in Show because her line is maybe my favorite where she talks about how she met her husband. Oh, we met at Starbucks. <laughs> it was a different Starbucks, like two different Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> They're right across the street from each other.
2: <laughs> and I haven't seen that in ages.
3: Well, if you haven't seen A Mighty Wind, that is probably the best Fred Willard performance of all time.
1: Yeah, I have God. not seen A Mighty Wind. He's,
3: he's, only, he's in the movie for, like, 15 minutes, but it's a very Hannibal Lecter-style takeover of the entire movie.
1: Hell yeah. God. <laughs> it's so fucking
3: funny.
0: I, I love... So many of the things written about him when he passed, which is super sad because I love Fred Willard, were just like, he was so chaotic and so many of the <laughs> movies he was in.
3: And I was like, yeah, he was. Yeah, he's just I had rolling. no idea he was 86 years old. Uh-huh. He seems
1: so much younger.
3: Well, my dad like, I knew him. he was older, but he definitely didn't look almost fucking 90. Oh, well, yeah, no. my
0: dad kept going like, well, what was he sick? He must have been sick. I was like, well, he was 80-something.
3: Yeah. He's sick of life. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I was
1: like, nah, yeah, he's so he, old. Yeah, last year he showed up, and I. <laughs> Someone said he, uh, they should do the "I think you should leave" thing that he was in. Uh, yes, pull, <laughs>
0: that's pull, what pull I want. Pull that like, organ started, out I and just it like be at his.
1: <laughs> have somebody play that organ super badly <laughs> for Fredo. <Friday>. <laughs> My condolences. <laughs>
2: oh, I just remembered one thing. I watched that was really good, but I forgot to log. Oh. I finally got around to watching the entirety of uh, Surviving Edged Weapons.
4: Oh, (gasps) no!
2: I've seen clips of it for years, but I never sat down through the whole thing. Masterful.
0: Yeah, after I heard about it, I I made Cameron watch it.
3: Yeah, That movie (laughs) is fucking nuts. It's so good! Because you'll laugh for, like, you'll laugh nonstop at the stupid like recreations and then they'll cut to like photos of dead cops
2: and then you're like oh no and then there's like the one cop who's crying at the end of the movie just like take it seriously and you're like oh no
0: it's it's like wisconsin made so they all have like this beautiful deep kenosha accent while talking about wedged weapons
2: (laughs) what's the the best part of the movie is absolutely the scene where it's like the cop who's bleeding on the gr- ground just holding the gun pointed at the other guy who dropped the knife also bleeding out <laughs> like if you fucking move i'll blow your
4: brains <laughs> out What's
0: the dude that like the cops knock on his door not even in a threatening way and he just goes okay gets up off the couch picks up his the sword, sword in the, corner of the- <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that's not what you do <laughs> i I love the sword
3: guy so much, sword guy <laughs> much. Like, he was oh. literally the sword was right by the door. <laughs>
2: was. He was just waiting, yeah. and then, like how, the dog is like, how many edged weapons do you see now?
0: Oh, yeah, well, all the hidden edged weapons, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, that's that's a stunner that all people should watch, and it's not uh, very long,
2: <laughs> absolutely. Oh, man. I, I think you're last up to bat, Brooke, when it comes to you. the movie. I,
0: I am. So I'm going to just talk about a few highlights because as we were sitting here, I watched over 100 movies since March. Um, Damn.
4: <laughs> I, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah,
0: so yeah, when you brought that up, I was like, I can't do that, man. Um, I didn't leave the house for like a few weeks so I could safely see my mom. That's fair. Um, <laughs> Yeah, So I started off because I'm not going to count the beginning of March because I count that as my birthday week and not mm. quarantine time. Um, though I did force our dear co-host here to watch a terrific teen movie called Get Over It. Uh, it's a delight. It's, it, it stars uh, Cisco. He's one of oh, uh, the co-stars. Vitamin yes. C, who sings the graduation song, also makes a cameo. As does Carmen Electra and Martin Short. There's a lot going on. That's a cast. 2001 was weird. Um, Let's see. I also, like, it was like a few days into quarantine, and I thought now's the perfect time to watch Outbreak. And,
4: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like,
0: I had only seen the end of that movie in my high school health class for I don't know what reason. (laughs) She never introed the movie. She was a weird woman. to
3: To prepare you for exactly this.
0: Well, the amazing thing was, is she didn't tell us anything about the movie. She said, we have to watch Outbreak for our lesson today. And she only showed us the scene where they catch the monkey. And it's, she didn't explain it. So I just thought the movie was about a monkey who befriended a little girl. And there were some consequences involved. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, there was... She never talked about what all that meant. Um, So I watched it. The first two-thirds are actually really good, especially for right now. And then the last third is just, like, a fuck-ton of helicopter chases, which, if that's your okay. thing, that's your thing. Enjoy. That is my thing. All yeah. Right. Like, it, it turned from, like, oh, okay, this is pretty good. This is pretty much what we're going through right now. This is weird. Helicopters. So that's that's an option for all of you, uh, if you don't want to go the the Contagion route. um, Watch Judgment at Nuremberg, because I'm fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, it was weird to see a, like a german judy garland i will say um i watched heartworn highways which fucking rocked um i was like 2 weeks in 2 or 3 weeks into quarantine getting kind of like cabin fevery cuz i live in a very small small apartment mm-hmm. so i was like all right let's do something fun in whatever And it is just this like short little like country documentary that is just basically various country singers of a certain era like just recording stuff and hanging out in their weird shack houses. Um and so I like poured myself like a big glass of whiskey and just like start watching this movie, which was perfect in retrospect because about halfway through there is a song that is just about whiskey.
1: Yeah, and that's then, a, that sounds about right.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then they just show footage for five minutes, gorgeously shot footage of the like uh, Jack Daniels factory making whiskey <laughs> while somebody <laughs> sings that song over it. And I was like, this is lovely. That sounds um, incredible. Yeah, but the real highlight is Towns Van Sant, isn't it? And he's yes. so freaking funny, and like he keeps making practical jokes. like He pretends to fall in a hole um (laughs) yeah and then he's just like all right i'm now in this house with this uh this weird old black dude friend of mine who like worked the rails and i don't know why we know each other but we do and so he starts singing a song you know waiting to die basically and i guess starts just like weeping and you're just like this is incredible and i'm loving every second of this um and it's 92 minutes so it's it's a good call excellent What's yeah. that title again? That is Heartworn Highways.
1: Heartworn Highways. So yeah,
0: that's this is a solid one. Um, I watched Angel because I've always meant to. It is the uh, child who is also a prostitute. Uh, honor student by day, prostitute by night. Um, and it's a comedy, kind of. It's <laughs> also really violent. Uh, I love B-movies that are less than an hour and a half. So that's a good one. It's a good
1: genre. That is a nice genre.
0: Yeah, it's basically what I said. The tagline is high school honor student by day, Hollywood hooker by night.
3: Oh, you should. I think I watched that trailer with you before.
0: Yeah, it's it's a delight. It's it's a good one. That looks great. Um, I, too, acknowledge some of the Disney Plus things, as in a friend gave me their login, and all I did was watch 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> If you haven't seen it, solid giant squid action. Uh, Kirk Douglas sings a song and is best friends with a seal. And
4: okay.
0: he's Beautiful. also pretty tight with um Peter Lorre and James Mason. Okay. James Mason is also cast. an unhinged Captain Nemo, so it's a good time. <laughs> uh, if you haven't
3: yet, you should watch the Black Hole on Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: I- I'll probably do it when I get back because I everything is home. Um,
3: oh
4: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else did I watch? Anything interesting? <laughs> the Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia.
3: Oh uh-huh, fuck, yeah. Jesco.
0: Uh huh. Because I've already seen the Dancing Outlaw, which everybody should watch because it's super short and delightful, and you can learn some moves to impress the ladies. So much so that you can threaten them violence and just still impress them somehow. Um the One Wonderful Wines in West Virginia. It got dark fast. Um, it is... Wait, aren't they all on, like, heroin? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a scene where his sister, I think? Because it was hard to follow. Like, they show you the family tree, but it's, it's a weird family tree. Um, the sister gives birth, and she gets up like, off of the hospital bed and just starts snorting pills off of the side table. Like the hospital side table and then they just cut to the baby that's also in the room
4: Jesus
0: and you're just like oh okay um yeah I think that same yeah that same lady has a kid named Tyler (laughs) who hates her ex-husband and so the whole time he just goes like whatever the ex-husband's name is like Dan's a dick like the whole movie and this kid is like seven and props to Tyler wherever you are I hope you're doing well um Big, think? Big to
4: Tyler.
0: um i also watched the eyes of laura mars which was a letdown but i'm glad oh I yeah um i like think we probably both did <laughs> the same thing where it was leaving criterion and you're like i guess
1: mm-hmm. yeah it was like two days before it was off and i was like i don't know like all these cool people are in it maybe it'll be good <laughs> like,
0: mm-hmm. like it's got a tight cast um as i said in my review Faye dunaway is basically um like, psychic helmet Newton, which is kind of cool, but it's also <laughs> sort of boring. Um, yeah. it's, it's John Carpenter's um, NYC Jello movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is like a Italian Jello, but like, yeah, just, it doesn't quite work out. I mm-hmm. don't know.
0: It's kind of a letdown, but it's, it's fun. Like, I'm glad it yeah. is.
3: So. I mean, <laughs> I enjoy some really shitty John Carpenter, so... Oh, I'm probably. sure you
0: I'm sure you'll dig it. It's just one of those things of it's kind of like a lesser Dario Argento where you're like i'm 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 not mad. I watched this, but it's not the best.
3: Yeah I mean, a good chunk right. of argento is is lesser argento
0: yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, that's
3: fair. but I mean if i if I could take Ghosts of Mars and love it, I'm sure I can work with that.
0: That's a very good point. This is I think better than that, but that's more I don't that's that's tall those things order. I like. It has a photographer in it, which is a whole genre of movies I'm into for no good reason.
3: Outside it of my have like that sweet that sweet Martian language though.
0: That's true. Um, let's see. I got Tommy
1: Lee Jones with some bad seventies hair.
0: Oh yeah, and the strong, strong <sighs> eyebrows. Ooh. Um, uh
1: Brad Dorf's hot though.
0: He is. He's yeah. very good 70s Ugly hot in that movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I watched, we're going to also say, uh, Craig, don't pay attention to this. Um, when I was at my mom's house, she gave me an apple and then put on The Last Temptation of Christ. Oh, God. <laughs> so that was a move. Um, I, don't,
3: I don't know if it was, but I'd really like it if that's how you spent Easter.
0: I guess it was. I mean, it wasn't like Hell that was yeah. how we celebrated. It was after Easter because I spent Easter with these two.
5: Um, yeah. Ah <laughs> uh, well. You know I think that kind still of counts.
0: Houses to go to. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I watched it. Should I I don't know. I'd never seen it. Always meant to, but it just never happened. Um. I did not realize how stacked that cast was.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's an insane amount of people in that movie.
0: I was like, John Laurie's in this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Even,
4: even He's an apostle.
0: The,
1: just, yeah, just the fact that Willem Dafoe plays Jesus is amazing. Like, that's a lot. Yeah.
4: And
0: like Barbara Hershey's Mary Magdalene, and oh, uh, uh, is it Mandy face? Patinkin as uh, Judas?
4: No way. Is
0: that what it is? It's somebody interesting. Because it's, they show uh, Harvey up Keitel. And, Harvey Keitel. That's it. That's it. I was like, oh my god. It's even better, yeah. Because yeah. there's Haring a lot
1: Stanton's of... In it.
0: Yes, yes. The <laughs> cast is phenomenal. David yeah. Bowie is freaking in it.
1: Yeah, yeah, Pontius Pil- Pilate.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, Harvey Keitel as Judas has a lot of sexual tension with Willem Dafoe as Jesus. <laughs> and I respect <laughs> oh, yeah. that. Um, yeah. I mean, how could you not? Yeah, no, I'm. I'm glad this exists. It was ridiculous. I had a very good time watching that. Um, I totally get why people don't love it, but it was a fun watch. Um, I watched Zed and Two Nuts, which I'm not going to get heavily into, but it's insane. Um, it was a good time. It's, a, it's like an like, experimental zoo m- movie from the 80s by Peter Greenaway. Um, and involves, uh, it's basically centered around a car crash that happens because of a swan and mm-hmm. then these two weird zoologist twin brothers become obsessed with decomposing animals because <laughs> they both lose their lives <laughs> in the swan car crash <laughs> <laughs> huh. it's so weird I really enjoyed it Um, speaking of Mother's Day watches I made my mom watch Hereditary for Mother's Day because oh, she had a good time uh, she said this was fun, but I wish there was more. As in, like, gory earned mm.
4: <laughs> She's not wrong.
0: Yeah, I'm with her. I'm argle. Yeah, because I don't love Hereditary, but I'm happy it exists.
2: I have not seen it. Still, I saw Midsummer, but
1: yeah, I'm a coward, so um... it's better than Midsummer.
2: <laughs> That's why I've I heard
3: more. But granted, I did not really like Midsummer, so I could be. I'm kind of in the minority on that one
2: midsummer i didn't like until like a month later like it was one of those movies i walked out of the theater i was like huh That felt a little weird
0: <laughs> i i was i don't know i had a good time with it
1: my parents watched midsummer blind uh oh no uh they hated it it was very funny when they like i came home or, or like the next day after i after i was like working they were like like that movie was just disgusting. That's not about because uh, you know, my family's sweet. They're like that's not about Midsummer at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: that's, that's so sweet though. They're the so only funny. they're allowed. They're allowed to yeah. be upset. Yeah. For the people that like, they know they're going into an Ari Aster thing, and they're like, ah. "I was like, really?" I mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it was like you you should have asked me or Amanda <laughs> like we both would have told you not to watch it.
0: Oh man I, I had a good time with it. I don't think I like it as much on, on second watch but it was really fun in the moment because I saw that on a first date.
4: <laughs> oh hell yeah. Oh, geez.
0: Yeah, There wasn't a second date but that was for other reasons. Oh
5: man. Now
0: tons of rewatches. Uh, my mom made me watch "Remember Me" by accident. She didn't know what it was. She just put it on. Um, do you guys know anything about that movie?
2: Not at the top.
4: Mm-mm.
0: Can't say made it, me yeah. remember what it is. So it's a Robert Pattinson movie from 2010. It was like basically the thing that came out right after he did like the first Twilight movie or the first or second or something.
1: Um, Oh, oh, I do know the end of it.
0: Yes, that is the infamous (laughs) part. Oh, it's the
4: ending one. Gotcha. Uh Yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. so I I woke up in the living room, and it was the first, like, five minutes in, and I was like, we're not watching this. She's like, yeah, we are. She didn't know anything about it, Mm -hmm. and then it was on cable or whatever, and then she accidentally um, flipped the station and lost the ending. So, I watched 80 minutes or 90 minutes of this garbage waiting for this this ending I've heard so much about, and I missed it. I was like, uh,
2: for myself and the audience, what is this ending? I actually am unaware.
0: So, oh I had very loosely heard that Remember Me, because I remember it coming out, and it looked really kind of... It just was a cheesy, generic rom-com. It's um, Robert Pattinson right off Twilight and Emile de Raven right off of um, Lost so they're like we're just gonna put them together it's generic it's NYC love story whatever for some reason it takes place in 2001 you realize why (laughs) by the end of the movie okay
2: i've I've actually heard about this never mind
0: it's so stupid because it's really arbitrary and it's like it happens super fast they don't show enough of it to like be impactful, I think it's just more of like a that was a real weird turn.
1: Yeah, and, don't and they just over? Like, yeah, they just like zoom out and they're like, guess where he is? Like... It's
3: like something like it's like a fucking Twilight Zone ending.
0: It really yeah. is, right? Totally, it's an enormous. I mean, the whole movie is like sad and like you know he his dad doesn't pay attention to him. His dad's Pierce Brosnan, and he's like, my dad doesn't love me and blah blah blah, and my girlfriend. And so things are a little bit better for him, and goes to his dad's office to meet him for lunch or something, and his dad's not there yet, and he's just hanging out with the secretary, and then it just, like, <laughs> zooms out of the window, and then you just see all these shots of his family being like, what? It's
3: because <laughs> his, his dad is the 20th hijacker. <laughs> <laughs> It's implied in the movie, but it's one of those like blinking you'll miss it things. Yeah. I mean,
1: really? They see Pierce Brosnan uh, like having a drink with Muhammad Atta in the background of a scene.
3: Like, what's so... what's Pierce Brosnan doing in Logan Airport?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: it is.
1: Where does so sp- Pierce Brosnan <laughs> slip a box cutter into his pocket?
0: I also didn't realize until <laughs> I logged it on Letterboxd that Meghan Markle is in it.
1: Really? <laughs> wow. Just another uh, reason for insane British people to be, get mad at her.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, And then uh, I watched Bad Education and so did Connor.
3: That movie is awesome.
0: I enjoyed it.
1: I keep seeing that on something. Who's in that? Uh, uh, is it Emma Stone?
0: Hugh, Jack- okay, Hugh Jackman.
2: Okay, I think it's a
1: different Batman. movie. Are yeah.
4: yeah,
3: think you thinking of Easy A?
1: Yeah, probably.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I've not seen it,
2: but I do recall the trailer.
0: Easy yeah, is fun, um, yeah. Bad Education is very new. It's an HBO movie, which is interesting, especially because it's got a stacked cast and a pretty like decent director. He's the guy that made Thoroughbreds, which I wanted to like more than I did.
1: Oh um, yeah, it was just kind of fine.
0: Yeah, I was like, because the situation is so up my alley, and I really love Anton Yelchin, mm-hmm. and it was just okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bad Education, it is like a solid, dark, dramedy kind of situation about a true story that I totally... I remember when this happened, and that's why I was all excited about it, because it it's nuts. It's just mass school embezzlement that's uncovered by, like, a student journalist. Hmm. Damn. And, in very obvious ways. Like, she's just like, can I look at these papers? And they're like, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then she's just like, y'all are, like, lying and, like, very... Obviously. And, all <laughs> and I know,
3: I know that the the school newspaper really did break that story, but I did think that like the precocious reporter girl was like a little too adult in that movie to be realistic.
0: I agree, but it's also that was what it was. It was just like one girl, and they were like, she wouldn't stop asking questions.
1: To to be fair, I've known some very annoying high schoolers <laughs> who uh, would That's, do that.
4: true.
3: that's <laughs> very true. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. and and yeah, this was. It's kind of like if election was more serious.
0: Oh, exactly. I was gonna say. (laughs) Okay, yeah. It has election vibes, but it's not as quirky. Um, Tracy
1: Flick takes down the school administration.
0: (laughs) A little bit. I was gonna say. I think we all have met very overeager student journalists.
3: Yeah. We we all know a Tracy Flick, you know. Yeah, someone
1: who like if they if they were in the journalism class, this is the kind of thing that they'd
3: try to do, like. Yeah. Sometimes I like... they end up taking over your outlet, but that's beside the point.
0: But yeah, so bad education was not bad at all. Hugh Jackman is, had, I knew he could act, but like I don't know, all he's done is Logan shit lately. So it was nice to see something different.
3: Right. Hey, and the greatest showman.
0: Yeah.
1: And <laughs> yeah, where where he humanized, uh, noted humanitarian P. T. Barnum.
0: <laughs> I mean, Phineas Taylor yeah. was—it was at least a unique individual.
3: He did a great duet with the uh, with the elephant in that movie.
0: <laughs>
4: oh
3: man! Where he explains to to the to her that like she needs to starve to death in a shitty cage <laughs> to express herself.
1: See, it's going to take a lot of violence, but through that, you'll really shine.
0: Speaking of more like uh, quarantine media things, uh, I've been reading a ton. And the first book I read when this started was um, this book I have that is The Search for the Giant Squid. And it's literally just everything about giant squids. Um, and there was something in there that said when they first started finding specimens and like writing about that in newspapers, P.T. Barnum immediately contacted those people and was just like, I demand three large squids.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and they're like, that's not, that's not how that's works. <laughs>
2: fantastic. <laughs> that's like, like we don't have any
0: alive, like, and we never have.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: Still, God. yeah. But he was ready. He was, he was ready for the good squid action.
4: Oh, my.
1: he I was ready always... to starve some squids. <laughs> so, oh yeah.
0: I mean, they don't eat
2: they probably, like, depressurize and boil, If to be honest. Like, you
5: know?
0: Yeah, they no, usually no. <laughs> okay. up near us.
1: The large exploding squid.
0: There you go.
1: See it while you can. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it only lasts a
4: moment. But well, yeah. you'll
5: never forget.
0: Certainly not.
2: All right. We're
4: lucky. Uh, uh, bar we're just going. Or this is...
2: This is about right, how yeah. I expected this to go. I have a, I have a quick tech
3: review we can, we can tack on tech here. Tech
2: review? Okay. Yeah. Uh,
3: I bought a 4K television.
2: Ooh. Ooh.
3: And boy, let me tell you, this thing is too big for my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I can I no longer
0: see out my window. I was like, ah.
1: Is it worth it? Yes. Okay. I I'm listen. to buy one, but the, the
3: window—the window—is stupid. I don't need to see the fucking parking lot. What I need to see is Mad Max: Fury Road in 4K. Okay,
0: <laughs> yeah. Fair.
3: Did you find it yet? I went to a second Walmart, and they had it.
5: There you go. <laughs> Beautiful. Nice.
3: I also had to go to two WalMarts to find the TV because it seems like everybody else had the same idea.
0: Oh my god.
3: God damn it, I can't go outside. I might as well see inside in stunning HD.
1: Stunning HD. You got to get I... blackout curtains now for the 4K.
0: I think the TV's doing that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it is the blackout curtains.
3: It's pretty it's pretty fucking dark in here. I'm going to tell you the truth.
0: <laughs> I like I love the picture I saw cuz it's just your TV and then sort of underneath are a few plants. <laughs> trying to, like, come out <laughs> from the sides.
3: I know, like I they're... want these plants to live so bad.
0: Oh, man. It's
2: a test of strength. Can they survive with 4K?
0: <laughs> TV or plant.
1: The light from the 4K TV will simulate sunlight. Exactly. Hey, that's my
3: hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I turn on a... I, turn, I just look up videos of the sun in 4K. Yeah. <laughs> Stick the plant
4: in front of it. <laughs>
0: trick it. It'd be great if we could trick plants like that. Just lie. Cool. It. Fine. <laughs>
1: mm. Alright, so we've done movies.
0: <laughs>
4: we, we've done yes. movies.
2: We've done movies. This is the long haul. The second episode's got me more concise.
1: Yeah.
4: We we'll be more organized.
2: we did books. We, we sort of did books. For- yeah.
0: Yeah, we can talk more books. I would also like to bring up the first of maybe music. Uh, Fiona Apple album has been so helpful during these these times. I've
1: been meaning to
2: get to that since it dropped.
0: Oh man, it's so good.
1: I haven't gotten to it either. I have to.
0: Oh, that there, there's been a
1: couple albums that I've been holding off on because, uh, you know, everything <laughs> what... gestures wildly. Yeah.
3: It is a banger and a half. I did listen to it and a half repeatedly.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Because, like, it dropped and I was like, yeah, this is fine. And then I started listening to them, like, a few of the songs again, and then it was just, there were three or four that I listened to on loop for maybe, like, a week and a half. And I was like, yeah, that was a good album. Nice. Hey, Fiona.
1: Maybe it's are going to walk in, finally. Mm-hmm. Speaking it. of new
2: shit, um, literally an hour before we started recording, I started the new Jeff Rosenstock record.
1: There you oh, go. Yeah, he dropped a surprise album today, didn't he?
2: Yeah, I didn't know about it until literally an hour before. And I was like, oh.
1: Yeah, I saw and... someone tweet that, like, oh, well, time <laughs> to give Jeff Rosenstock $40, I guess.
2: Yeah, pretty Damn. much. I'll tell you what, I do like it more than Post by good measure. It's, a. Uh, Definitely more fun. He's more on the punk side than his indie rock side this time around. Mm-hmm. There's one one song has an intro that vaguely sounds like Uptown Junction by Squeeze. Very <laughs> vaguely. <laughs> I'm in. Oh yeah. But uh no, it's it's fun, it's good. Uh like I said, I only listened to it once. The last track is Ohio Turnpike though, and that got me. Oh that's cool. Yeah. Nice. It's like, I in fact know where that is. That's good. <laughs> I've been to there. I've I been trapped in this stretch of road that this man has been trapped upon.
3: One mm. <laughs> of my favorite stretches of road. Yeah.
0: <laughs> is it, Jeff Rosenstock often makes me think of um, Roswell Kidd, mostly because of a friend of the show, Eric Jacoby.
2: This is true. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and the first time we ever met, we talked about both in, in detail on a couch. It was the first time I met you, too, Miles.
4: Oh, yeah, um, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember and that. And you know, I was sitting there, and I was just like, yeah, that one album, that's the sheets. I know what sheets that is. And he's like, <laughs> no, you don't. I was like, yeah, I do. That was the sheets I went to my entire childhood. I know right where that sheet's is." <laughs> to the point that my brother... Tagged Roswell Kid or whoever Sheets album that was in oh, that weird. going, she's wrong. And they went, no, nah, she's right. That's funny. <laughs> um, Props to all bands dropping anything, roads that we might know or Sheets that we might know.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Give us more obtuse references to talk about on our podcast.
0: Yes, please bring up our local Swensons.
2: Yes, thank you. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I,
3: want, I want an album that refers to. The third order kiosk at the sheets next to my apartment. (laughs) Not not the others, though. No.
0: We, I think we both have the same preferred sheets. Of Of
4: course.
2: course. Um. What else? What else? Um. Phoebe Bridgers has been dropping singles since quarantine. Pretty good. Who knows? Kyoto was good, specifically. Um. Not new, but I've been listening to Big Black like the last month and a half. I know oh,
4: that. Alright.
2: It's so good. I, I don't know how I miss that. Like, I, it's one of those things where I can't recommend it to everyone. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the know, it <laughs> it rips.
0: <laughs> Very nice. My
2: yeah. man. It's a, it's, yeah, it's
1: one of those ones where it's
5: Billy, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just like, oh yeah, uh, the, the album uh, Songs About Fucking.
2: <laughs>
1: Plus independent <Yeah>. trucking. <laughs>
5: Just going down the highway.
0: <laughs> hmm. Anybody else listening to anything on loop? Do we have any quarantine playlists that we have created?
3: I do have a playlist called Quarantunes, but it's, you know, it's the same shit I've always listened to, so.
2: Right. It's like I got a couple of rotation podcasts, but it looks very similar to everything else,
1: yeah I I, yeah, I I make a playlist every month, so I just keep doing that.
0: Very nice.
2: Oh, I have a weird one, actually. Uh, I for like a, it must have been like a two weeks straight. I was listening to uh, music from Saharan cell phones
5: Which You're is we're like... gonna have to that.
2: I. <laughs> Ah, uh, music from Saharan cell phones was apparently, and a record that got released because some dude compiled a bunch of actual like music from the Sahara that was off cell phones and released it, and then okay. Death Grip sampled it for almost every other song on the Money Store.
1: Okay, all
4: right. So it, so was, cool.
2: it was a weird loop, but it's mostly just like compilation album that's not even like one specific genre at all. It's weird. Um listen
1: to it, I
5: guess. I don't know.
1: Check it out. Ch- um, check it. Okay.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, was, I that was unexpected. Yeah. All right. Very nice. Uh, um yeah. my playlist's so deeply inconsistent. I started doing them for seasons because I know people that do them monthly, and I'm like, that's too quick for me. Um I just it, do it the yearly. Kind of
2: the big year dump.
0: That's very that, fair. That was a
2: big
1: echo. That scared me. Seasons I'll is probably better. The, I love you. taking the big year dump. Monthly.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: The yearly dump. <laughs>
0: what? Yeah, I say, like, I swear 2020 is like 62 songs. Jeez. Um, but it's like, that's, it's like the shittiest version of
4: the good year blimp. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> uh...
0: Yeah, I made a really stupid quarantine playlist. Like, I think the day it started because it was, I think it was just memories of like radio show past of just being very theme specific. Where I'm like, if I had my show right now, this is the dumb stuff I'd be playing during my last show before I had to go inside. Mm. Um, and it, uh, it's basically what everybody else would have of just like, I think I called it the Down with the Sickness playlist, but I refused to put Down with the Sickness <laughs> on it. Good. Um, you know, subvert. But it, it, the most important song on there is I Like to Stay Home by R. Stevie Moore, which is really just proper for right now. It does.
4: It's fitting. Hell mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah. Also a little bit of weird diseases, magnetic fields, I'm the Virus, mm-hmm. Killing oh, jokes, nice. you know, good stuff.
1: Good old magnetic fields.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Uh, I haven't been listening to a ton of new stuff, mostly just discovering stuff um new stuff i listened to the new mountain goats uh cassette album uh oh. i liked it a lot uh i mean i'm a sucker for their cassette albums in the first place uh it's good I'll stuff it, i, I the it songs the it was good yeah i didn't mean I, to talk no, <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I like it better than their last couple albums goths and uh in League with Dragons, they just didn't really scratch the itch for me, but uh as much as uh some older stuff has. But Man, like which them. is such a,
0: a bummer cause those two concepts were the coolest.
1: Oh yeah, a lot of fun concepts, but like I don't know, just I, like they didn't grab me like I was hoping they would. Mm-mm. But um songs for Pierre Chauvin, I don't know how to pronounce that, I'm not French. Um
4: you <laughs> uh, your best shot.
1: Yeah, I took oh, French for two years and I, uh, uh, and Craig, don't record this. I cheated. Through a lot of <laughs> <laughs> <Weird>. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, there's a new album called Sorceress by Jess Williamson, it's just like singer songwritery stuff. It was good, but not like blow me away mm-hmm. amazing. Um, and then I've just been. Uh, going on Bandcamp to find old like a bunch of punk stuff. Uh, I've recently amassed uh, a small collection of uh, Yakutsk, Yakutsk-based punk records. Um, okay, because uh, uh, like I, I forever ago I read an article about like there's like a crazy punk scene in Yakutsk, uh, even though it's like cut off basically even from the rest of Russia, like um yeah that's like east coast russia right yeah yeah, it's like uh like one of the coldest populated cities in russia like it gets like negative 50 and like or negative 40 like and that's just regular (laughs) that's um that's the thing (laughs) yeah yeah there's uh a band called crispy newspaper that's pretty good um let's see if this one will translate from Russian. There's, there's, there's most of them just have their names in Russian. So I don't know what they are. Um, uh, but like, there's one that's like, uh, like describes itself as a Vanguard jazz punk. And that's fun as hell. Okay. Uh, there's a Russian, like, uh, kind of emo band. Like they, they, they start like one of the records starts off with like, kind of like, a a riff that reminds me of uh like it's like twinkly shit kind of like the those those uh riffs that they do mm. but uh it's russian so i like it better um, <laughs> cuz i don't care for american football um, actually
2: very brief anecdote on american mm-hmm. football uh, yeah. at least once a week one of my friends sends a new cover of them to me In the style (laughs) of, such as Mario 64. (laughs) Beautiful. Mm. It's a good subscription to have. Especially when you don't really care about American football.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so it's been Russian punk uh, and, oh, some New Zealand punk as well. Uh, There's a band called Zhukov uh, that has a really fun... um, track on their second ep called join the brick throwers union today nice uh, so that's been a highlight lately
2: i just want to quickly re- declare remorse for the fact we can't go see a mill the sniffers last month
4: i
0: know, I know.
2: yeah that was gonna be a thing yeah
0: yeah as much as i'm glad some things are loosely opening because like i want to go to the drive-in so bad it's I good go to a show for a while
3: yeah, the yeah. drive in seems perfectly
0: low stakes. Oh, yeah. I,
2: I was at the drive in like, last night.
0: Very Ooh, nice. What how, you go? How, how were the new uh, restrictions?
2: Uh, pretty much no one was following them, but they limited the actual crowd size by half.
4: Okay. Yeah. So, I
2: mean, it was What'd also you see
5: during the, the week.
4: Drive-in, but? Which one? What did you
2: see at the uh, drive in, Uh, Actually, it was the new Invisible Man movie, and The, the Hunt.
1: Okay.
0: Ah, uh, okay. That's How why you logged the the hunt? early this morning.
4: Yes. <laughs> makes more sense. Yeah. I
0: was like, man, you okay. gotta to watch these. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the marketing for The Hunt has me confused about The Hunt. Um, I'm
2: confused about The Hunt still.
1: It Were they hunting people in The Hunt, or were they not hunting people? They're like,
2: a th- less than a third, it's, it's lock. That's all I'm gonna say. It's schlock.
1: Who were they hunting and why? <laughs> oh. In the hunt. It's a shit
0: that should be an easy question. Yeah,
4: yeah.
2: exactly. So, I, I think the premise was that it's supposed to be, like, rich, liberal types hunting, like, quote-unquote, deplorables. Uh. Okay. And I couldn't tell it which side it was playing up harder.
3: Like it, am yeah, I? Didn't so, they like? Didn't they delay the release because a bunch of conservative people got mad?
2: Right, but it's like a one. I can't tell if they're rooting for the conservatives or the liberals. Like it's so <laughs> stilted. Like, and like the lead yeah. actress had like such like a few weird deliveries where you could tell she's like just probably doing it for a paycheck and it's like seeing what you can get away with.
0: That's oh, such a bummer, because I'm rooting for her, because she's one of the leads on GLOW, which I freaking love.
2: I think it might be intentional, though, just, like, comedic. That's the thing, I don't know! I don't know. Yeah,
0: which is the weird thing, because I'm seeing so many, like, I think Cameron gave that, like, four stars and was like, oh, pretty it's good! And like, I
2: like, hey. I, I just don't know what to think of it, I think. I do think I would watch it again with the group, just, like, have a commentary over it, like, alright, what's happening? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Also, the I was
3: uh, uh, Invisible Man, though
2: I would recommend that actually. That was pretty solid. I heard
3: that was tight. Um, yeah, that, exactly.
1: Is that part of like the new Universal Monster <laughs> Universe thing?
2: <Dark laughs> it, universe. It is technically was a former Dooku film, but uh, Johnny Depp is not the Invisible Man. <laughs> Damn. Um,
3: I would I, I would give so much of my own personal money to make those Dark Universe <laughs> movies.
2: I would love a Dooku. I, yeah. um, but so, it's bring back
1: Dracula, bring,
2: what, bring, retell of the untold story.
1: Mm-hmm. I want to see the shitty modern take on Frankenstein. That actually
3: <laughs> didn't they do a Michael Fassbender Frankenstein like five years ago?
2: I oh, think oh, yeah. kind of related though public domain.
1: Yeah. I was... I Am I remembering correctly that Daniel Radcliffe played Igor in that movie? Or Correct. That movie? And
4: <laughs> he didn't
2: have a hunchback because he just had, like, a bunch of pus in his back or something? I don't remember, really.
1: Okay. Yeah, that seems uh, logical.
2: Yeah, they just he just popped it, and you know, he stood up straight. Mm.
4: There
0: you go. That's lovely. <laughs> I, I may be
2: misremembering.
0: Swap thing.
5: Uh,
4: no,
2: drive-ins. Uh, in conclusion, go to them, but don't be dumb.
0: Mm-mm. Did you go with the fam?
2: Uh, I actually went with a friend from the ski biz.
0: Oh, okay. Very nice. Yeah, because I was curious how carloads were going. Don't they charge people weirdly now because they don't want to try to exchange money?
2: Um, you have to buy in advance online.
0: That's uh, what I... Um, okay.
2: Unless you show up 6pm before.
0: Okay.
2: Um... And I think that's mostly just so they don't have to worry about people
0: oh, showing up. No, oh, I think that completely makes sense. But yeah, I just was curious because it was like, I... depending on how many people we get interested in the drive, in this could be a shit show. Right.
3: Now, is the do they, is the concession stand closed? I assume or like operating it differently?
2: Operating. Uh, you cannot go inside the building. There are three people. This is all very regional and specific, isn't
4: it? It
0: really is. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
0: a lot of, like, I, this is what a lot of the drive-ins in PA are doing as well. So I think this is going to be what the norm is for drive-ins.
2: Yeah. Um, they had one dude with a mask walking around seeing if they had paid the eight bucks to bring in your own food if you did that. Um, besides that, concessions were closed off. Restrooms were open supposedly they were cleaning them.
0: Okay.
3: I don't, yeah, I mean, it's not like those places were clean in the first place. Right.
0: <laughs> when we went to the drive-in last time, no, not the one with you and Cameron, the Halloween drive-in. Yeah. I was yeah. In the room, and there was just a pair of lady, like, of just underwear on the floor.
4: <sighs> ah. <beautiful laughs> I was sport, just like, man.
0: you know what? Okay. Drive-ins. <laughs> this is what's happening.
3: What a great place.
0: <laughs> I love it so much. It really
2: I honestly sense. think a lot of these drive-ins' revenues going to be up this year, just because theaters I aren't a thing.
0: for them. Yeah. I truly do because I love them and I don't want them to go away.
1: Yeah, I like drive-ins. They're fun. They've always been fun. Uh, even as a kid, uh, awesome. going sneak in a pizza. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that. I mean, that seems smart uh i mean this is also very uh, extremely regional but i I was telling you guys earlier our bar like you can only uh sit outside right now to uh drink uh except for this thursday where they're going to let people inside again so uh that's nuts uh, yeah driving smarter than uh than my workplace
0: i was gonna say (laughs) how packed has the i know super regional specific how past packed as the patio been because somebody was just like oh my god it's reopened we should go and I was like I think it's going to be real packed (laughs)
1: Uh, Monday it was like pretty dead empty but like uh, Friday, Saturday and yesterday it was insanely packed last night it was crazy busy Um, Um, I also want to say some important
0: information of a local regional drive-in that I keep lusting after all the double features they keep advertising Uh, coming up this Friday through Saturday is a double feature of sudden death and slapshot.
1: Okay, oh, yes,
0: I love this driving so much. I wish I drove.
1: Which one is this? Is this at Midway? Uh,
0: no, this is in PA, this is Riverside.
1: Oh, yeah, you're sorry, I forget you that you're in PA right now.
0: Like, it's oh, so good, especially because slapshot, uh, was, because sudden death is uh, actually, and slapshot were both filmed in Western PA, yes.
3: <laughs> doesn't Snapshot take place in Mass, though?
0: Yes, but it's filmed in a lot of Western PA. God damn it. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah.
4: Uh huh.
2: A quick I know Eric has been keeping up, probably better than I have. Quick multimedia gush. Uh, good old Rude Tales of Magic. Oh, yeah. Good podcast. As a powerful
1: podcast. Mm hmm. They're getting like deep into it. It's very fun. Um, if anyone some... doesn't want to catch up on it, they're also starting a new mini series uh, that's separate because they don't want to record their main thing during quarantine.
2: Yeah, just for those who don't know, it's a it's an actual play D&D podcast. This is someone who likes to. Pl- I am someone who likes to play D&D, but doesn't like most D&D podcasts. This thing's hilarious. <laughs> And really well done. Uh, Branson Reese is a really good DM. All the players are really well played. I don't know. I don't
5: yeah, really it's a bunch of, like,
1: comedians and improvisers who are like good at like playing characters. Yeah. It's a bunch of New
2: Yorkers playing D&D. It's perfect.
4: Mm-hmm. Very nice. It's a fun show. All right.
1: Uh, I don't know where we are. Uh, Yeah.
0: yeah i will say podcast oriented the only pod like i don't know outside of like last podcast and stuff that i'd been listening to sort of recently the only notable podcast listening i've done lately was you must remember this which is like an old hollywood film podcast which is pretty good i hate the woman who does its voice it's like very hypnotically annoying um but her, she did a whole season on Song of the South.
5: Oh, man. Oh, yeah.
0: So I've been listening oh. to that, and it's been fascinating to hear, the, like, the actual history of, like, why a lot of that happened. Um, yeah, it's a shame. And it was, like, ill-advised then, which, like, I think most of us know, but it still doesn't feel like that. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, that, so that's been a fun listen. That's also interesting.
4: As
2: always, quick shout-out to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. He also just dropped an episode of his other podcast for the first time in two years, Common Sense.
0: Dang. I oh. respect that. As, like, people who are podcasting in a very uh, haphazard way, I respect that you can come back in two years.
2: Right. And he's also the kind of guy who, like, once a year drops the seven-hour podcast and it's in most audiobooks. <laughs>
5: Um It just I guess the other format, I guess, is like
2: you, internet videos. <laughs> um, Astardis is really good. Uh, the dude wrapped it up, little sci-fi um uh, short film, I guess. It's like fifteen minutes at most all put together.
5: very good It's like one
2: dude and it looks better than a lot of like animated shorts from actual studios. Oh, uh, Yeah, no, it's uh, just some dude who really likes Warhammer 40k.
0: Very nice.
2: Yeah.
3: I watched a three-hour documentary on the history of the Seattle Mariners recently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <of no> videos. <laughs>
0: can, can we do, like, a podcast call-out here in saying that, Connor, you're real behind on your movie recs for somebody watching a three-hour Mariners talk. <laughs>
3: I realize this.
0: How many movies do you have left to watch? Uh, three. Okay, all right. You're not as bad off as I thought. Yeah,
3: I just, I just knocked off uh, "Suspicious Death of a Miner" the other day, which was great.
0: Oh, that's why, because you're going all. out
3: Because what now?
0: You're going all out of order, so I've lost. Oh all yeah, out.
3: no, yeah. It, it's very much just like what I have access to at that specific moment.
1: Okay, yeah, before we go, I guess we can each recommend one thing that we'll all, like, watch or read or whatever. Uh, sure. We'll, like, we'll have some. We'll have something to discuss a little bit then, rather than just telling people what we've watched. Um, yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, do we want to do that now or just establish that we're doing that and then <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we could do that. I
3: got got, got one for you.
1: I got hit me with it.
3: I recommend uh, The Last Drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs on Shudder.
1: The Last Drive In. Alright.
3: It is a series of films on Shudder featuring like running commentary by host Joe Bob Briggs, who is a southern piece of shit who knows everything there is to know about horror movies. Mm Mm-hmm. But then is also kind of a weird, cranky old man. Oh yeah. I watched Castle Freak featuring Joe Bob commentary, and before the movie, he spent 15 minutes complaining about uh, Miss America cutting the swimsuit competition.
4: (laughs) 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 All right.
5: Miles, did you
1: type Um, discord? Oh, cool.
2: Actually, I'm gonna go back to something I said earlier in the show and uh, go to the uh, short film. It's a skate film. Uh, Jobs never, Um, but Jim Greco's Jobs never on YouTube. It's like 22 minutes. It's like it's a nice middle ground between art film and skate film. Just, it's perfect. I love it. (laughs)
1: I don't know if I spelled that right, but uh, we'll figure it out. That, that's. You're on one layer off. You're good. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> all right. Anything from you, Brooke?
0: I would say um, now that I've had access to cable for the first time in like a long time, I've been re watching or watching some adult swim for the first time in a while. So props to something I knew I already loved, which is Joe Para. So please watch all of Joe Para Talks with you because it's just like, it is just joy. It is so nice and calming. Um, And then I discovered a show I didn't know exist called The Shivering Truth.
4: Oh, shit, yeah. That sounds, yeah. That sounds yeah. familiar.
0: Which, I watched an episode or two, like, not knowing what it was, uh, fully delighted, and then hearing the voice of um, Xavier Renegade Angel as, like, the narrator. Um, <laughs> very fun. Oh
4: yeah, It's his show.
3: It's that guy's show. Yeah, yeah. that's and awesome. The like, wonder show. Like, the show. Also the wonder and... shows and guy, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was like, hey. yeah. So I watched like two or three episodes of that, and I dug it all. It was super weird.
3: That shit is tight. Hell yeah! Very good, like horror comedy. Sometimes just straight horror.
2: <laughs> uh, Eric, you got anything for us?
1: Oh, it is up to me. Um, I don't know. I don't want to choose something that everybody's seen already. Uh, have you guys watched uh, the What We Do in the Shadows TV show? It's great.
4: Mm-mm.
5: I have not.
1: Okay, let's say season one of what we do in the shadows on TV or on it's on Hulu. Uh, it is extremely funny. Uh, if you feel like watching what's in the second season so far, it's also very good. But uh, yeah, let's say season one of what we do in the shadows. It's like I think ten episodes or something like that. All right.
4: Well, that's all she wrote.
2: Oh, well, yeah. shit, we we did it live.
1: Yeah, we did it live. And it's yeah. over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's over. Goodbye. Why are you still listening, you fucking idiot? Um <laughs> th- thank you for listening. If you are listening, um
3: Yes, thank you to our sponsors.
4: Uh um, Willard.
0: Um, um, um,
3: um our th- my favorite sponsor, uh True Mood Chocolate Milk.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, got, me, got me
3: through this entire podcast.
4: Uh thank you to uh,
0: Boxes next to me, Olive Garden Breadsticks 16 pack, uh, depends on the <laughs> women and George Foreman Lean Mean Fat Grilling Machine.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. God uh, damn,
3: my
0: George thank- Foreman is in New Hampshire. I just <laughs> it. It would be sad. Well, I have one right next to me, I can bring it up.
1: Oh, hell yeah! Thank go. you to um, Towns Van Zant's Our Mother of the Mountain, which uh, Towns is staring right at me off the cover right now.
0: Terrific, terrific. I like that this is a town so, heavy podcast.
1: Town-savvy cast.
2: Shout-out to Gotta Groove Records for the coaster I've been using from their record blank.
1: Most of all, thank you for listening. Uh, thank, thank you. Like you. And bye. Like you. Uh, uh, we'll figure out whatever this structure is at some point. Um,
0: yeah. For, for now, we're quarantined with us. Stay home and watch and read things, listen to things.
1: Yeah. Um... Practice your swordsmanship
2: if you're into that.
1: All right, now Craig can fuck off.
2: Bye, Craig.